Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Trying to come to terms with the constant changing nature of our lives. Yeah. It's a big one. Like sands through the hourglass. These are the days of our lives. It's true. Um, I have, um, I, I, I work in TV news. And television. Television. Television news reporting. Uh-huh. Journalism. If you will. J- journalism. Soft J. <laughs> yes. It's, it's how the French say it. That's right. Uh, journalism. Uh, journalism. Journalism. Anyway. Probably should be that. <laughs> uh, one of my producers, uh, uh-huh. her last day is today. Oh. And I am sad. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. And uh, not just because she is a, a fantastic producer and will be missed by many around the station. Uh, and because I will now have to cover more shifts in her absence, mm-hmm. which is very annoying. Very yeah, annoying. yeah, 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 yeah. Very frustrating. Um, but it is a, a harsh reminder of how much, and, and all jobs have that, have turnover. Mm-hmm. So you, you, everyone goes through saying goodbye to Cindy on her last day. Absolutely. You know, whoever your, your Cindy is. My producer is not Cindy. I was going to say, Cindy's one of our co-owners, so I don't think she's going anywhere. She ain't going anywhere. Well, if she does, it's a big situation. It is. It and, is. And y'all should probably give her a call and see if she's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when someone leaves, that, that always happens at a job. TV news has it more. Mm. Because uh, in the nature of markets, yeah. news markets, reporters tend to grow in smaller markets, then move up to medium size, and eventually... The money, the fame is in the largest markets. Got New, it. New York, L.A., Chicago, Miami, uh, all the big cities. Sure, 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 sure. Where the people are. Where the people are. So I am here in I Tulsa. I where, where the, the people, people are. Not in Tulsa. Because mm-hmm. there's too Cause few of them. Yeah. Because uh, we're market 60-something. We're 60 steps down. Yikes. In markets. Mm. Mm. In TV mm. journalism. Mm-hmm. Um. So we see a lot of reporters, especially, move on. And sometimes upper management, uh, the news directors tend to be the kind okay. of people that, that go station to station. Um, meanwhile, my ass has been there for 10 years. So I say goodbye a lot. It's so hard to say goodbye it to is. yesterday. It is. It, to say goodbye to producers you like uh, and, and, and staff in general. And, and so, so today is bittersweet to me because as much as I am, uh, after we do this fine program, uh, I will get to go wish her well in mm-hmm. her next endeavor. It is another reminder that my my career is often a series of goodbyes. I have bought more goodbye cakes and cupcakes than you would expect of a man I th- see. that looks like me. Um, it's it's nice to hear that you are a um, a cake person. Like a you know you're gonna you're gonna do treats for for someone's special occasion. Can can I can I let you in on a secret? Can I peel back the curtain? Are you gonna stop? No, I would not stop. I will not. I'll, oh. ne- I'll never stop. Uh, I'm not that person, though. Okay. I can't stand that shit. Wow. I, I, I if I, every, every, going into a Reese's and finding a cake and, and you know. Oh, I love cards, it. Cards. It's. The card, uh, not so much. I don't love I picking don't, through cards, I but. No. I, I do like picking a cake. I don't. I do it because. And if I'm getting the cake, it's whip topping every time. Sorry, buttercream lovers. Really? Yes. You know, they're both good. They're both good. My my buttercream days, I like it, but they are they are they are uh, leaving me behind. It is I am almost getting to the point where it is too much. Yeah. You know, it is uh, too sweet. It's too rich. Yeah. Uh, the the whip topping is lighter. Yeah. Um you 
taste more of the cake. Well, now... Uh, and that is officially one of the oldest things I've ever said. Well, you're a man. You're 40. I'm a man! I'm 40! It's you're true. Uh, yes, and, and, and in that comes, uh, you know, they say that, like, your taste buds die. They, they keep dying as you get older. And that's why you, you like foods that you didn't as you were younger because you don't taste them as much. You ever heard this before? Um, I, I think that's just... Uh, I think it's dog shit because things are... are like buttercream tastes too rich to me. If, I'm, if my shit was dying, you'd think that I would be like, oh, this isn't strong enough. Give me more and more. Aren't there different kinds of taste buds? Aren't some more attuned to certain flavors than others? That might be true. So like if certain ones are dying, you might be getting a little overload on the sweet. On the sweet You got to kill a few sweets. Kill them off. Kill some How sweets. do we do that? Start with Alexander. hey Hey, bing bong. Bing That's bong. a good one. Yeah, that was pretty good. We should murder that guy, though. Um, yeah. Anyways... Uh, on the show today, yeah. What do we got today? Governor of the Missouri, we got uh-huh. gibberish. gibberish. Cool, 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 cool. The governor of Missouri doesn't know how websites work and is aye, suing aye, a journalist. Suing, suing a journalist. Yes. Bon Jovi is risking COVID, but James Corden isn't. And we have finally hearing from Michael Keaton on why he left the Batman franchise and what exactly he thinks of Joel Schumacher. Ooh, that sounds juicy. I'm pretty excited. Uh, we watched a couple of trailers. Yeah. Um, Let's start with the Northman. I so we went to IMDb um, and and had success uh, finding some trailers. Normally, I just Google new movie trailers because mm-hmm. I treat the internet kind of similar to my seventy one year old mother. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's I'm I'm lucky I'm not writing. Where can I find movie trailers? I see. I in see. Google, I see. Okay. You know? So yes. we went. To Show IMDb. me new movie trailers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we went to IMDb, and they have that, uh, what is it, the trending topics. And the most anticipated. Most anticipated. And this Northman was like second or third on that list. Second. Second. And I, I'd never heard of it. Um, Same. And we went in blind. Normally, uh, where we, we usually have some kind of inkling of what the movie is, or it's just some super geeky thing that we know really well. Uh, this one, we went in totally blind. and It's not the case this time. It started out like I was thinking it was kind of Game of Thronesy. It kind of had like a medieval kind of setting, uh, a little more, little more knights and castles. Uh, the the knights that you see really reminded me of the Lego castle set. Oh, really? With the big shields. With I was all thinking the regalia. this had more of like a um, a uh, a darker Robin Hood uh, yeah. era feel, like more yeah. more factual medieval, less like fantasy medieval. Yeah. Um, until we get to there, there is some some fantasy ish things in here a little bit at least. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, and I just want to say out of the gate, I really want to see this movie after seeing this trailer. Great trailer. I really want to see it now. It, so it starts out with kind of your, your typical medieval, like you said, real versus fantasy. Seems like a dark yeah. and gritty kind of world. Uh, and then some weird shit starts happening. You see uh, the king played by Ethan Hawke and mm-hmm. his son, and they are out uh, doing things. Um, and you see the, the 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 boy out in the snow catching snowflakes on his tongue. Yeah. And an arrow whips by his face out of nowhere and hits his dad in the shoulder. Uh, and at which point his dad yells, run. And uh, his dad is... That was a boy? What was a boy? That that's the, was catching the snowflakes on his tongue? Yeah. Oh. Because it's the boy that turns into Alexander Skarsgård. Yes. Who says, I will avenge you, father. I will I will rescue you, mother. I will kill you, whatever dude's name The was. dude's name, yeah. Um, yeah, that chant kind of was clearly something he hung on to yes. for many, many years. It and was his... Um, driving force. It was his, I'm, I'm Inigo Montoya, you killed my father. It was his catalyst for, for existence. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, uh, it was his uh, motivation to keep living. Is is yeah to keep going as a child who's now on his own, literally running away, hopping in a boat, uh, rowing away to to safety, and then only to to come back as an adult for for uh, some pretty harsh vengeance. It looks like yeah yeah to, uh, to reclaim his kingdom maybe. And I'm I don't know man something about the way it was shot the 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 random creepiness of Willem Dafoe's character Bjork's character Bjork shows up Bjork's in this movie yeah well um, and and that, a lot of people in this movie that moment where she shows up we had a very drastic change in tone. absolutely it got very that's artistic. where it felt a little more fantasiful it's Fan- sub- fanti- fantasy F- fanciful 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 fancy feast more more fantasy like Fa- fancy feast break me off a piece of that, that fancy, fancy feast, feast. Okay. that's it. Um, nailed it. Um, the Bjork, uh, it started going into, at first I thought, okay, we had a perfectly good medieval movie. Why are you getting all Green Knight on me here? You know, it seemed like a, like an A24 movie. Like it was kind of a little artsy, a little art yep. housey. Okay. You know? But then they didn't just like do a little bit. They leaned the fuck in and you had yeah. Willem Dafoe in the fire looking all crazy. I couldn't even recognize him. Mm-hmm. And it just got bigger and bigger. And it, it never seems to like, it, it still seems based in reality, but like kind of on the verge mm-hmm. or on the edge, like dude catching the spear. Yeah. Like that, was, that was, that was badass. That was super badass. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so they're kind of leaning into a bit of a, What's the word I'm looking for? Like a theme? Um, I mean, it's the uh, it's it's just a tale of, of vengeance. It's your, yeah, you know. But there's a I think there's is there a supernatural? Do you feel like there's maybe? No, I didn't feel much supernatural in it. I felt like maybe myst- mystical. Yes, mysticism. So maybe a, yes, that's yes. what it is. Not supernatural. It's like a toned down, like a yeah, like yeah, a like, mysticism. Yeah, like some ancient Viking mysticism type yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I dig it. I'm like, I want to watch it. Great uh, cast. Nicole Kidman. Uh, Anya. Anya. Uh, Taylor Joy. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, from Queen's Gambit. Bjork. Bjork. Not dancing in the dark anymore. Ethan, Ethan Hawke. Ethan uh, Hawke or Ethan Hunt? Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hunt is, is Tom Cruise's character Mission from Mission Impossible. Impossible. That's true. He's, he can't be in a movie. No. Well, he could. He would be undercover. That's true. Yeah. And, of course, Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Man. Wild. I'm on board. I want to see it. Next, we watched a new uh, Disney Pixar trailer. Red Panda? Uh, it was called Turning Red. Turning Red. That's what it was. Yeah. Turning Red. Uh, this is essentially Teen Wolf. It's Teen Wolf. It's Teen Wolf. It's an animated uh, Teen Wolf. Little girl um, is having a great time in school. All her stuff is going well for her, having the year of her life. Great and friends. She they're, they're, they're singing. They're dancing. They're beatboxing. They're yeah. having fun. Yeah. Everything's great. Perfect life. She goes to bed. Wakes and, up. And then she wakes up. And I felt a very initially. I thought like, oh, we're having like a, a big moment. Okay. You know, I felt a little bit like big the the in the mirror moment. But yeah. And then I also realized that was also very much Teen Wolf, except we just didn't see the transformation. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, well, well, which she, actually was that was the first transformation in Teen. No. Teen Wolf. He wakes up with it at one point, doesn't he? No, because he's in the. I don't think so. He's in the, the bathroom, and the dad comes in, and he has the whole. The first partial, like he's in. Remember, he's in the closet with Boof, oh. and he like r- rips the back of her shirt when they're m- having makeout town. No, I don't remember that. What? We need to watch Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah. especially right. so we can see that dick at the end. There's dick at the end. Uh, uh, so, so there's allegedly someone flashing at the end. Uh, oh. I think it's. Just undies, but I'll find it. Oh yeah, no, I've seen it. It's I'm it's no, there. I'll go dick hunting. 
Bagata. I've been known to. But yeah, no, she wakes up as a big red panda. You uh, you got big. I got a, a shaggy dog vibe off it. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Where like okay. He, I thought she was going to be the animal the whole movie. Now I've only seen the original Shaggy Dog. I've never seen. It. I just know what it is. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch movies. I've seen the the before. the old black and white Shaggy Dog. The, the original Fred McMurray. I believe that's correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I've seen that one. Okay. Uh, several times as a kid. Never cool. saw the Tim Allen one. There was a Tim Allen one. There was a Tim Allen Shaggy Dog. My God. Why don't we watch that trailer? That's a good question. Next week. Um, this one. So she doesn't stay the panda. She's just when she gets emotionally charged. And that's where the teen wolf comes in. Yeah. Um, it, yeah it's very much uh, teen wolf. Um, looks like at one point she gets good at dodgeball from it. Yeah. It gives her <laughs> some power on the dodgeball, yeah, which yeah. is totally a teen wolf thing. And, and uh, oh, and well, well, when we realized it was Teen Wolf was when her parents said that it wasn't just her. That's correct. That it's like in their lineage or something. Yeah, like they, their family. They're genetically predisposed to turning into pandas. Turning into red pandas. Which a red panda is a super cute animal. Yeah. They yeah. Are, they're very adorable. Kind of cool to give the red panda a little love. Um, it would not be that large. No. That's part of the thing that was a little, a little throwing was that. Red. Yeah, like yeah. if you turned into a red panda, you're either going to turn into a red panda the size of your body as it is right now, yeah. or you're going to turn into a red panda the size a red panda is. But they're small, aren't and they? And they're small. They're like koala size. They are small, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't get the get it b- being so large. Well. I'm sure it's just for the, the, the sake of the story. Maybe. Maybe. Um. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't speak to... Uh, I have ideas, but I, I can't speak to anything beyond mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, it looks, looks cute. Do you think... When when Marty McFly turned into the Teen Wolf... Yes, yes. What do you think happens to his penis? Oh, it becomes like a wolf penis. where it's, it's like, A little red rocket? Yeah, like a little a, red rocket in a sheath. Like where a it dog? goes up into his body. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. Oh, man. 100%. It's a little that, that's got to make it almost not worth it. You're like, yeah, I'm real good at basketball, but like my my yeah. dick like attaches itself to my stomach. Yeah. And like it's it's shaped weird. It's fucked up down there. I can't I can't fuck. Well you can you can fuck other wolves. He's gotta find a Mrs. Teen Wolf. Which Well, I don't know. Is that a thing? You can, you can still fuck a human. I well, no, I know you can, mm-hmm. but not she, on film. She ain't gonna wanna. <laughs> she goes, I don't know, that blonde chick was super into it, remember? Is this a thing? In Teen Wolf. Oh. Backstage. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I guess that answers it for us, though. Yeah, he's she just got... she, If she was like Red Rocket, she, would, she wasn't going to be into it. She would have screamed She'd and ran like, oh, away. Oh, God, what is that? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, but it looks like my dog. No, so he's That would have got... been a great moment, just, just screams of terror. Oh, shit. Okay, so he got more athletic, uh-huh. and he got stronger. So he had to have gotten a bigger He dick, got a right? big old wang. Yeah, he got big, Yeah, he got big old man big cock. Big old beer can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tall boy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, good for them. Yeah, Him good for you, Marty. And her. And Boof. And Boof. Lucky Boof. He, she can, gonna, can you Boof it? She she gonna get Boofed. She can Boof it. Isn't Boofing where you... Is put it in you, your butt. You put, is it just alcohol or is it anything? I think it's anything. You can boof anything. See, I mean, well, we were going uh, to. Uh, uh, a friend and I had joked about starting a game show called Can You Boof It? TM, TM, TM. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't, don't fuck us on this audience. <laughs> don't you come up with that game show now. And it's a real fun idea. Um, well, until you have to boof something. 
Oh, I'm just the host. I'm not boofing anything. There's contestants for that, Hilton. I was going to say, you guys. There are people out there who really like to put things in there. Like, just whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. That's and it. I'm not here to kink shame. I'm here yeah. to exploit. It's a surprisingly receptive <laughs> part of the body. You wouldn't think so. It's pretty wild, huh? Yeah. You, well, I you, know. You wouldn't think an area that it's just. pliable. So that, that houses poop was going to be so useful. Does it house it? I don't know if it houses it more than like it's, it's transport. Like a, transport. Yeah, it's a transport <laughs> vessel. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a poop subway. It's the poop, <laughs> the poop underground. The poop shoot. The poop tea line. I mean, that's what they call it. The poop shoot. Yeah, it is. Wowie it's, zowie. Man, we just we just invented old slang. <laughs> we circled back. We circled back to 1960. Oh boy. Boo! That last segment was bad. Okay, uh, that movie I'm not into. I've yeah. seen Teen Wolf. It looks fine. I just want to oh, watch Teen Wolf now. You know what I like, though, is there was one part where the mom talks about uh, if you don't stay calm, you're going to panda out or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to panda all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that because it gives kids language to talk about their emotions. You know? Sure. And and, and I noticed uh, there was a little bit. It's th- Pixar, so there's going to be useful stuff all over the place. Right. It was Pixar. Yes. Because it mentioned that it had something to do with the movie Inside Out. The people who brought you Inside Out. Okay, cool. So I I didn't know if it was just for certain staff or whatever. But so, yeah. So, and and Inside Out, of course, was a great example of a film that really helped children communicate and understand kind of what's going on in their head. Mm -hmm. And this could do that. You know, if they understand their emotions, their anxiety when they get worked up. For sure. To think, oh, I'm going to panda out, you know? And, and that kind of stuff is useful. I, I Even as an adult, I find myself using those kind of, like, little tools to to, to, to better understand myself, yep. you know? Yeah, yeah it's going to have great stuff in it. Uh, it just didn't grab me as much as more normal uh, Pixar's will, you know? Oh, yeah? Yeah, something about it. Was didn't... it the giant red panda? Was no. Was it the red panda I... sizing? Maybe it was the size. The size. You wanted more. Too big. Because you, when we saw it was that, scary. Yeah, I was scared. Too much, too much panda. That's like been big. It was too much Tom Hanks. Too much Hanks. Too much Hanks. If he would have kneeled the entire movie, it would have been. If just they wouldn't have given him the eighteen-inch cock, I mean, that's where it really. Oh, you can't have Tom Hanks in those. Are we still talking about Tom, Tom Hanks? Yeah, in big. Yeah. Okay, I thought we went back to Team. But Wolf they for they a let him keep it when he came back to a so kid. In, in Tom Wolf, when in he big, when he got big, he, he got, got a giant, giant cock, cock, and then when he changed back into a kid, still had the giant cock. So did every '80s transformation movie have dick in it? Yeah, absolutely. Huh? You seen just one of the guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's why do you have tits? Not that's true. Not why do you have a giant dick? There was just body parts all over the place back then. The 80s were just a, just a, a hedonistic, wild, nudity. wonderful time. All, all it's, over it's, the it's place. It's really... PG films. Yeah. It's, it, you can ex- it's, it's why the country's gone. Anyway, let's talk back. my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, this would have been great right after your Boo This Man sound effect. Boo This Man! Governor of Missouri Mike Parsons is not a smart man. Not even a little bit. Um, tell me what this lawsuit is about he he wants it did he file a lawsuit or his he he's trying to ask someone to be prosecuted uh yeah uh let's see here he he has he wants to prosecute a uh journalist with the st louis post dispatch which i believe is a newspaper in st louis Uh uh-huh um who looked at the source code of a website 
Uh-huh. Now this, if you know nothing about the internet, sure, that can sound like he's looking at something that he should I was going to say, tell me, tell me this as if I am my grandma and I don't understand. Uh, source code is kind of like peeling back the curtain of the web and seeing the machinations that are making it work. And more specifically, where it came from. Kind of. Um, in this case, yeah, it's, it's, it's some of, like, if we looked at the source code of this page, it would be, some of it would be very simple. It would just be, like, uh, stuff that signifies how the words The Verge is uh, at the top of the page on a header, on a separate header. I see. How there's Twitter and Facebook links that will set up um, easy um, links to post on those platforms and, and, and do the work for you of, right, of translating right, right. that format. Uh, the, the the page is white, so there'll be some code to express what color the page needs to be. Same with the color of the text. Uh, it'll get more complex for the links. There's a couple of embedded links on this page. Those will have the HTTP information of where those links are going. Okay. The source code is just kind of like looking at what is making this website do what it does. You can hide information in, in the source code that you don't want to be readily available to viewers visiting your website. Okay, But any browser like Chrome or Internet Explorer or Firefox or uh, Safari uh-huh. can view the source code. Uh-huh. That's just a basic thing of the Internet okay. is you can look at it in... In fact, to really look at the Internet is to look at the source code. Correct. Is to look at what it really is. Uh, this, what we see on web pages, is kind of a little fancy... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, front page makeup, you know, just a, a facade uh-huh. that that is simplifies it and gives it us into easy. This is to- what is projected by the source code. Exactly, exactly. To, the to- source code is the is is the movie, and it's this is what's being projected is what we're seeing. Everything inside the film and the lights and the mechanism spinning it around and making yeah. it. That's the source code. Yeah. Or you can even go far back as to say the production itself. Correct. The, the months of filming, the money, the actors, all of that, you know, is that would be the source code. And you know? and what we are seeing is just the projection. And and, and these are, are the very screening, if you will. These are very basic descriptors mm-hmm. uh, given to you by a man who does not have an education in this at all. So sorry. <laughs> I tried to dust the soundboard real quick, and that was a bad idea. Yeah, right. Um, but but that that cacophony of noise is akin to the yes. nonsense that I'm speaking. And anyone that does web design right now is pulling out their hair at the little things that I'm missing. Now, what what what? But a, as a layman, yes, this is fine. Now, wh- why is this in any way, shape, or form scandalous? What was in the source code? Let's find out. It says uh, in October 2021, reporter Josh Renaud. I believe that's how you'd say it, reported that Department of Elementary and Secondary Education website source code had exposed the social security numbers of over 100,000 school teachers, administrators, and counselors. Yeah. How does that happen? So I, 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 this is starting to get quickly out of my wheel ha- or, or out of my knowledge base at all. Okay. Uh, and the, the, like I said, the web designers that listen to the show would say that I was already out of that. Sure, sure. But, um, and that's fine. Uh, We're always out of our wheelhouse. We don't have a wheelhouse. That's a problem. Exactly. That's why our opinions... This is our wheelhouse. ...are like (laughs) a-holes. That's right. Um, Say there was a a tool where every student could go on that website and and get a link uh, set up perfectly just for them to research more information on schools that they need to look at. Uh Um, Maybe it's tailored to the kind of school that they need. Uh, 
maybe that information would be tied to their social security numbers. That's how it would determine who they are, how old they are, what, what information is relevant to them. Okay. I could see a programmer putting all that information, having it all on the site right. so that it can do those calculations quickly and easily uh-huh. whenever student A, B, C, or D shows up on the website. It seems like maybe you wouldn't need that, but... And since most people don't look at the source code, they might not have considered that um, the the information was still available. Right. It just wasn't kind of being fed to It wasn't the being projected. Exactly, exactly. But this journalist, you know, the source code, I'll tell you, nearly every one of us has used a browser and accidentally hit that little button at the bottom yeah. on the old ones that suddenly made the screen go halfway up, right. and it was all that weird text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were looking at the source code. Correct. Now... So apparently he, what happened is he he published the story only after he'd reported the problem to the state yeah. and the vulnerability had been resolved. So he let them know it happened. Yeah. They fixed it, then he reported on it, then they got pissed. Um that he alerted the public and immediately accused him of quote hacking the website. Yeah. Uh and that is not they're what say- hacking is. They're saying by accessing the information he was doing something illicit. Yes. Where again he was doing something that just about any, any of us could do and, if we know how. And may have done accidentally. Correct. Because that there's is, a button on your keyboard right there that you have in front of you that can pull up the source code of this. Yeah. I don't uh, know what the fuck it is, but the thing, the, well, I'll probably you, in the three things. I'll tell you, I don't more know that tools? there's a button, but I know here I could probably get to the source code. What's on. more tools? That's not it. <laughs> See? I'm curious if I can find it at a glance, and I don't think I can. But, oh, you know what? View page source, right there. Boom. It was a right, right click. Right click and view page source. Yeah. We are on the source code. Yep. Bang. Did a right Boom. click, and that was it. And, That's and, all it is. And now you can see all this. Uh, you know, here's the, the the title of the page. Now let's scroll down and see if we find any social security numbers. Uh, Just, just mine. Oh, That's, fuck. That's weird. That's um, bad news. Yeah. But Can you read it aloud, please? Uh, one, two, nine. Zero, zero, one. Six, one, one, six, zero, one. Six, oh, that's six, not what six, that is. Six. It's binary. <laughs> but yeah, so so there you go. Uh, I am an idiot, and I just found the source code. So obviously this journalist... Yeah, you totally hacked into The Verge, man. A, You're going to get... I am a hacker. You're about to get pinched. I am friends with Angelina Jolie in 1995. Ooh, and uh, Guy Pierce. Was I, that who it was? No, it's not him. It's it was not uh, Johnny, Johnny Lee Miller. Johnny Lee Miller. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hacked the planet, Hack the planet. Hack the planet. Fisher Stevens all up in that movie? Fisher Stevens. Lorraine Bracco? Skateboard? Right? Yeah. Lorraine Bracco's in that movie, right? She sure is, yeah. Man, I miss her. Matthew Lillard? Matthew, yeah. Early Matthew Lillard. Mm -hmm. Like baby Matthew Lillard. In a uh, Dead Kennedys t shirt at one point in the film. Yeah. I appreciated that. He's always had good taste. As a teen. So, yeah. So, uh, Parsons is an idiot. Uh, He is, this is grandstanding, people. This is grandstanding, and this is. Playing to his base, this which is, is all, yeah, which is another uh, hugely problematic thing uh, among. I mean, yes, it's it's pretty much a right only problem. This this um, this sort of uh, yeah, petulance pro- towards journalism. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. Is this sort of you know enemy of the people view of journalism that is is all show, you know, it's all. Uh, it, 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 I mean, I say that, but they do want to not be reported on when they do bad things. Well, 
And that's hugely problematic. And I get it. No one wants their mistakes made public, but you can't sue someone for something that's not illegal. That's what journalism is. You can't prosecute someone for something that's not a crime. Part of journalism is to report on the institutions of our world so that we can keep them functioning to the best of their ability. The idea being that Renaud writes a story on how there were some security vulnerabilities on their website. The public gets upset. They make sure that the school district knows, hey, you can't do that, or I'm sorry, the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. Hey, you can't do that. They say, yeah, we know, and they don't do it. It's just accountability. Mm -hmm. It's just accountability. And as much as accountability of him just telling them was important, it's got to be bigger than that. Sure. It's got to be to where you can't, they can't still be the only ones to know. Mm-hmm. That's not fair to the public. Correct. You know, because also now... All of those people whose social security numbers were on there deserved to know that they could have potentially been seen and accessed by, yeah. you know, people trying to steal identities, uh, many number of things. That's a really good point. Like, it, it's not even just just a courtesy. It's some of those numbers may have already been on the, on the dark web. Correct. Because if someone with nefarious intent saw that, boom, done. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, you know, like, yeah, it, pretty much exactly that. They're they're going to know they can get it, and, yeah, and, yeah now you're fucked. Yeah. And, and, and those people should know. And that's, they should know. And, and, and even if Renaud points out that he told them and they fixed it, that's good, too, because... But it's also important to say, like, hey, other state education... People, maybe check on your source codes. Make sure that you're not also making the same mistake. Yeah. That's responsible. Yeah. That's and, responsible journalism. And in the end, it shows that the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education, that's a really long title, you guys. Uh, the DESE. Just call it the Department of Education. D-E-S-E. Have, maybe it doesn't have. Do you think they ter- say D-E-S-E tertiary? every time, or do they say DESE? DESE. They say DESE. You know, because DESE Arnaz was a treasure. Are we sure? No, he wasn't, was he? Was he kind of a dick? Did I don't you, know. Have you watched the movie yet? No, I, I need to. Either. All right, gotta watch the movie. We gotta do that. We got homework. We gotta we watch that. And I gotta rewatch Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf, yeah. Gotta find that dick. Find that dick. <laughs> like I haven't. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, in the end, they did the right thing. They took it down. But yeah, no. The Mike Parsons doesn't. It was it Mike. Yeah. Oh, probably. He What's seems, his fucking first name? Seems like a Mike. I know, right? That's why I stopped going by Mike. Because every time I've met a grown up. Named Mike. They're the worst. <laughs> They're all Pences and Parsons. <laughs> Although, yeah. uh, Mike Judge. No, there's some cool ones. Yeah. Mike. Um, I work with a Mike. Yeah. You do work with a Mike, don't you? He sucks, though. Doesn't I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. Mike's cool. <laughs> I like Mike. No, that's the one I'm going to start uh, Can You Boof It with. Oh, yeah? Yeah. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> that's binding. That, that is, that, yeah, that's legal. That, that, I mean, it's not like, you know, like hide the social security number of the source code legal, but it's flawless. <laughs> so Mike Parsons, learn how the internet works. It is not a series of tubes. Yeah, fucking Google what, hacking definition. Type that in, hacking definition. Well, and really. Um, for, Start there. For voters, uh, we got to remember that not everything a politician does is legit to do the thing. Correct. You know, uh, we got a, a senator here, in, uh, a state senator here in Oklahoma named uh, Dom, Nathan Dom. Oh. And his whole thing is he comes up with these crazy-ass bills just to just to get his name in the paper. Yep. 
just to he knows they're not going to get voted on but he knows enough of his constituents aren't going to be properly educated on the issue uh-huh. so that they're going to get caught up in the back and forth about it and it kind of helps him secure their vote every single time that's all it is yep and that is what is hugely problematic about local politics yeah um, well and i think it's it's hitting the national level because that was something trump would do he kind of is it dog whistling? You know. He just oh, absolutely! Like, it's dog whistling. So. Yeah the 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 phrase election integrity. Yeah, that's a huge dog whistle. You know, he that would, does not mean what they what they are saying out loud. But he knows that a big percentage of his supporters, big percentage, they of, only hear those two words yeah. and they don't look beyond them. Exactly. They hear those two words and they go, "Oh, those are that's a good thing." Integrity is important. Election integrity. Yeah, yeah that's a good thing. I want that, and that's all they hear, and that's yeah. it, and they can fucking disguise whatever the fuck they want under those two words and it's not just the right i it's not just the right that falls for it i don't know if just the right i'm sure the right does it more but it's a responsibility of all of us to fucking read to fucking pay attention to go out of our way to learn a little bit more that's why you know yeah that's that's what that's very ironic my my pick of the week is pretty much exactly that just to uh, learn the issues learn about local politics um yeah. we'll, but we'll talk more about it at the end but yeah that's pretty much exactly it well mike parsons should learn a little more too yeah he should fuck that guy um what's next uh bon jovi bon jovi hitting the road again this this poor man now he's full, dis- full disclosure i was a huge fan of bon jovi yeah. growing up we you had to huge be. in the 1980s it was required i'm talking like to the point where i had all of the albums, liner notes out, at learning every single word. My my best friend and I would pretend to be Bon Jovi. He was Richie Sambora. I tricked him into doing it because I think I've talked about this where I had a brand new toy guitar one Christmas. Yeah. And I tricked him into being Richie Sambora by being like, I'll let you play my brand new toy guitar. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, ha, sucker, now I get to be Bon Jovi. Uh, yeah, I was a big fan. I had the Young Guns 2 soundtrack memorized. You know, the Young Guns 2 soundtrack. Did you hear that? Yeah. The whole thing. Not just fucking uh, the single <laughs> that I'm blanking on now all, all these are, years later. I don't remember the, the wording, but I remember there was like a part where he's like, ah! and I don't remember why. Uh, something about a blaze of glory, but that's a different Yeah, that's what it was. Blaze of glory. Oh, that's what it was. Shot down in a blaze of glory. I can't fucking say. Uh, there was a song called Young Guns on it. You know what bothered me about Young Guns? Young Guns 2. Let's, can I get it? Okay, hold on. Well, real quick. Can I just go down the track listing for you? Yes. Yes, because I didn't have it. Billy, Get Your Guns. Okay. That's Miracle. Okay. Blaze of Glory. That's a great song. Blood Money. Yeah. Santa Fe. Okay. Justice in the Barrel. Yeah. You Really Got Me Now. Bang a drum. Wait, you really got me now. That's not that one. That's just the kinks. Dying ain't much of a living. That's just wordplay. And track eleven, Guano City. <laughs> they did go to a place called Guano City, which is batshit city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Of the uh, soundtracks to sequels of films, yeah, it's really up there. Well, no, here you go. That is not the soundtrack to the film. Oh, I'm sorry. It is the soundtrack to the film. What it is not is the music you heard in the film. The score? Yeah. The only song on that album that was heard in the film was Blaze of Glory. Is that true? Yeah. And I Are know- you sure? No. 
Oh, okay. Um, pretty sure. And I know that as a child, I wanted Blaze of Glory. And I went to the store to buy Blaze of Glory. Uh-huh. And do you know what I bought? What? The score. Yeah, that's fucking funny. So I did not have Bon Jovi, Blaze of Glory. And I, too, love Bon Jovi because, again, it was required. Yes, yes, yes. But, uh, no, I had the score, and I had to listen to uh, symphony music. Now, here's the thing. We've talked about Western Bon Jovi was good. We liked it. We liked it. He's a national He has had to take all of his songs down a key or two for years now. He can't can't hit the notes he once could. And that's just time. Yeah, okay, that's, but he sang in a high pitch, didn't he? But those songs do not hit the same way when they're sang that way. If it makes sense, well, that's yeah, that's part the, of what gives it that punch was the range, you know. Uh, that's what a key change does, though. It changes the the, the the theme and the the feel, yeah. the, tan- the yes, yeah. everything about it. Um, and it's not pleasant for your memory holes, like. Yeah. You know, when you when you hear a song and you you your brain goes, okay, now it's gonna go to this note, and then you hear it and you go, that's not it. This is something the that's not it. Guns and Roses fans know this yes. real well, and that I think is when you say, I am being forced to hang up my microphone, my yeah. my metaphorical uh, boots or yeah. whatever. Um, it it's time to stop, and that's okay. You can't do it anymore physically, and that's something that we struggle with, right? Yeah. Uh, my my dad's a perfect example. He's he's going through Parkinson's and he can't do what he used to be able to do, and it's oh, really man. hurting his soul, and sure. that's understandable. Yeah. But I'm trying to also at the same time get him to uh, accept his physical limitations yeah. and not force himself to do the things he's unable to do any longer. Yeah, and I feel like that's what Bon Jovi's voice is trying to tell him, yeah. is and and Richie Sambora left the band, so oh. there's no Richie anymore. Oh, who's so your, what's the fucking point? It's your, just gonna be him and the curly headed fucking keyboard guy. Who am I gonna play? Obviously, you'd be Bon Jovi, so right. Yeah. Exactly. Are you gonna be curly headed keyboard guy? No, no curly hair. You have to well, w- w- wig. Yeah. Oh, we could wig it up on. Can we get you some wigs? Have Why don't we do more wigs? You want to do wigs this year? Twenty twenty two could be twenty twenty two year of wigs. Year of wigs. Okay. Wigging out. Twenty twenty two. Wigging out. Not pandaing out. Wigging out. Panda up. Panda out. Pan panda in. You're gonna panda all over the place. I panda think all over she the says. place. Yeah. Okay. Which is sounded gross to me. Yeah. Know? That 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 just sounds like poop. So twenty twenty two. Um, if you want to hear Bon Jovi as you remember it, just put the album on. Don't yeah. go to the concert. But I I I can listen if if my only chance. He doesn't need the money. Are we sure? I don't know. He owns like a fucking he's he owns a bunch of shit. Okay. Good for him. Um, Here's the deal though. If I went, if I actually saw Guns N' Roses, I would want to hear the hits. But and and if it doesn't, if I don't, I don't care about Bon Jovi anymore. But I, I I do. He's still a good 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 dude. He seems like he like fucking. He was good on Thirty Rock. He like shit on Trump. Oh, did he? Yeah, he like talks about Black Lives Matter and and all sorts of stuff. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah it still mind. seems like a he seems like a decent dude. Axl Rose is an asshole. I just liked GNR when I was a kid. Sure. Yeah. Oh, there's all and, and sorts of stuff I like where the people singers, are monsters. And they're both singers that sang in a high range. Right, 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 right. right, 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 right. Can't right. do that anymore. But. Yeah, it's pretty disappointing, eh? But I'd rather go I I would I would rather if I've never seen the hits live, I would rather see the hits 
even if it was sang a little different from how I remember. Because mm-hmm. Blaze of Glory is probably still pretty good. Oh, yeah, that song. Right? I don't know. I want to hear that song as Shot it was. In a blaze of glory. Right? I mean, no, it doesn't well, hit the well, same. Well, we're terrible, but he's good. It's like you can't hear a crooner sing. It's not a fucking it's not a Sinatra song. <laughs> if we could, Bar Wars. Going down in a blaze of glory. Shot down. I'm a young gun. Hey. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay. Yeah, you, uh, the crooner album. I'll do one. Do it. Sam Pino sings the hits. Bon Jovi is gonna uh he's gonna risk COVID, get to touring in spring of 2022. Uh that's the, that's Yeah, the, that doesn't seem like a great idea right now. Uh but you know. If he is he, I'm sure he's gonna do vaccine requirements. But. I was gonna say, and at least this seems far less deadly, more contagious, less deadly. <laughs> yeah. So everyone there if there's a silver lining in it, I guess. Yeah. Fuck. But uh, and unfortunately, proof that it is still not the best time to go places or do things. James Corden has revealed he has caught COVID. The latest late night host after Seth Meyers Three. and Jimmy Fallon yeah. to all catch COVID, uh, and he's going to put his show on hold for a few weeks. Or for wait, was days. it Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel? Jimmy Fallon, right? Fallon. Was it Fallon? It was Fallon. Yeah, it was Fallon. Damn. Uh, it may also be Kimmel. Um. Um. But uh, and then Seth Meyers and uh, Fallon. Didn't uh, put the show on hold or anything. I think it was during... They weren't recording that week or whatever. And he's already better. Like, we found out after the fact. Right. And that's the thing is we are finding out, like we said, that while it's way more contagious and people that are vaccinated and boosted seem to be getting it, their symptoms seem to be little to none. We're talking about the Omicron variant. Correct. Yeah. Not Omnicron. Not Omnicron. Stop saying that. There's no N in it. Don't do that. Omicron. There is an N at the very end. There's only the one. There's one. Singular. Yeah, Yeah. It's like you said, we said off air. M's and N's, man. Get M's you. and N's. They're tricky. Tricky yep. fuckers. Yep. Um, tricky. So, yeah. Uh, you know, Corden says, I'm fully vaccinated, boosted, and become, because of this, I'm fortunate enough to say I feel completely fine. Good. That's comforting to, yeah. to hear people saying that, like, yes, I tested positive, um, but I didn't have symptoms. That's It's also sort of frightening because you realize that, like, more people might be carrying it than you realize. Yes. Um, yeah. But, however, if, you know... Until we can get enough people to just get that vaccine, you know, and uh, as long as we still have 40% unvaccinated uh, or more, however much it is in the state, I think it's 40 in the country. Yeah, I, I would bet it's closer to 50-50 around here. I, I think it might be, yeah. If even, it's not even leaning towards I was going to say it might be even worse, uh, yeah. depending on especially what part of the state you're in. Yeah, but that's for sure. Yeah, but yeah, like you and I are fully fully vaxxed and boosted. Uh, yeah. I found out that I was exposed on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. um, took two rapid tests, was negative, and took a PCR and was negative, and uh, yeah. that was super comforting to yeah. know that, you know, it might have helped me not catch it well, and not spread it. My it, wife didn't catch it either. Exactly. And, and uh, you know, on the flip, there are people who do still get sick. So right, and that's why it's so important to instead of just assuming it's going to eventually fade away, there's just going to continue to be new variants, and they're not going to all be like this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the point. Is like, yes, this one has a silver lining. Like, you know what I mean? They all won't. Exactly. You know, Delta did did not yeah. exactly, so. and that's why. Yeah, get out there, get that fucking shot. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, and well, actually, that's the one thing is. Um, Besides uh, 
for very few uh, situations, mm-hmm. uh, most of which had extenuating circumstances. Uh, the vaccines have proven perfectly fine. Absolutely. You know, you, 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 you might have a, a mild response within 24 hours. Uh, I, I think specifically with Moderna, there are people are feeling... Oh, a little, little icky the after the first one? Yeah. yeah, and we we had that a little bit, but it was literally 24 hours, and we felt great the next day. Yeah, um, and, and that threw a lot of people off because some people were like, oh, I don't want to be sick for a day. It's like, that's... That just you you just don't you you're not familiar with an immune response. Exactly. That's you're trigger you're supposed you're you're supposed to be triggering a, an immune response. Yeah, you want to feel not bad feeling for a great day. the next day means you it's don't get working. COVID. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. tingling. Yeah. That means it's working. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. What was that? A uh, uh, Head and Shoulders or something? Uh, maybe mm, it or was a it was a shampoo. Selsun Blue. Selsun no. Blue. Look it up. Just look up. It's it's tingling. That's how you know it's working. It's tingling. <laughs> the internet's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, what? Shampoo. <laughs> Add shampoo. Are you Denerex? Oh, Denerex. Feel the tingle. Feel the tingle. Let's look up that sh- that uh, commercial. Oh, that's that's the commercial right there on YouTube. Oh, is it? Yes. Let's take a trip down nostalgia lane. I have Denerex on this side. As soon as I put Denerex on my hair, I could I felt like the itch was going away. What does the Denerex tingle tell you? The tingle feels like it's taken away the dandruff. Denerex shampoo and conditioner has strong medicine to fight dandruff and its itch, plus conditioners to leave hair healthy looking and manageable. The Denerex tingle tells me it works, and I see that it works. I have no dandruff and I have no itch. That's great. Oh, that's really great. De- hey, business guy. Is Denerex still around? Because, I don't think so. Uh, it probably had a bunch of really bad shit in it. Did they maybe get done? Uh, because I don't see a lot of dandruff. And, and maybe I'm just not looking. I'm not a hair guy, so I don't, I don't deal with that a lot. Denerex. Like dandruff shampoo. Oh, Denner, uh, dandruff is still very much a thing. It's still a thing? Oh, absolutely. We, we, didn't, we didn't beat dandruff? No, we have not cured dandruff. How are we going to be COVID if we can't even beat dandruff? Toughy. That's a toughie. Yeah. You can't cure a dry scalp. Uh, skin sometimes flakes. I think that's just kind of one of the things. I don't know. I, th- I was hearing, um, I heard somewhere, it may have been my my roommate. He likes to spout med- uh, science facts. He is a, a, a student of science. I like that. Right? Uh, he told me that uh, allegedly if, if, if humans, if everyone in the planet would stop fucking for like a week, like... A couple of STDs would just go away forever. Wow, really? Yeah, like if like you know you got to get treated for them too. You sure, can, sure. You can't just let them let them gestate or whatever. Uh-huh. But like, like I think like maybe syphilis or gonorrhea or something would just be gone. All we gotta do is not fuck for a week. And we That's can't. easy. Well, it, individually, yeah. Uh, like you or me, yeah. Like yeah, sure. That's plenty of times I don't fuck. For, I, I, I don't fuck for a week. I, I feel like that's a pretty uh, easy ask for. But no, for getting completely rid of a couple of STDs. But we can't do it. Why? Have we ever actually asked, like, hey, everybody, April 1st through April. No, not we can't do that because I'll think it's a joke. March 1st <laughs> through March 7th. Yeah, 12, 12 months to choose from. Man. Nobody fuck from March 1st to March 7th. And 
you 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 plug it. You 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 make sure everybody. The the trick is is there's people that it's hard to get the news to. Well, that's how many people are gonna be like, no way, I'm gonna fuck tonight. Too many. Yeah. Too many because yeah. they'll go. This is tyranny. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm gonna fuck tonight, and then it's like, good luck. Well, you can't get laid normally. <laughs> well, and I gotta tell you too, like I. If there's, like, one guy who, like, didn't fuck the whole week and then, like, on the last day he gets hit by a truck and dies, I don't want to take that away from him. He hey, did, man. That was a last week of fucking he could have had. God's will. God's the one that gave <laughs> Oh, boy. God's will is weird sometimes, isn't it? It's pretty weird. And he's like, I, I think I want syphilis to still be a thing. <laughs> What'd you do that for? Anyways. Uh, uh, but he did make Florence Pugh. Yeah. God. Uh-huh. So thank you, God. Florence Pugh, a uh, fine actress who's been uh, kicking ass all over the MCU, may now end up lending her image and voice to Samus Aran. As, as which character? Samus Aran. No, which character is she in the MCU? You didn't say. Oh, Yelena, Yelena Belova, right? Thank you. Yeah. The sister of? Uh, Natasha Romanoff. Uh, and uh, probably soon to be either uh, the new Black Widow or possibly, if they go with her comics name now, the White Widow. Hey! Which could be interesting. Since, uh, obviously, I guess the Black Widow program has been shut down for a minute. Okay. uh, Because we saw that in the film of the same name, Black Widow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Which I watched again and is so damn good. It was good. It's really good, and she's amazing. Mm -hmm. I like her. Great She was good in Hawkeye. She was good in Hawkeye. You finished that? I did. That was good, too. Loved it. Um, Gotta say, I really thought Hawkeye was probably one of my favorite of the MCU shows. Yeah. It doesn't have the crazy twists and surprises, like stuff like Loki or WandaVision. Right. Um, It's definitely a little more of a down-to-earth show. But just the characters, the heart, the Christmas theme, the the bros, you know, the surprises in the last episode. Oh, the the tracksuits were funny. Right? Yeah. The soundtrack. Oh, I'm good. still vibing off that Depeche Mode track from the second episode. Mm-hmm. but And Florence Pugh, of course. Yep. And she's going to be in Metroid Prime 4, so this is a game? Yeah, this is the fourth game in the Metroid Prime series. Uh, Metroid, of course, one of the uh, space adventure game series from Nintendo. Uh, Prime is the first-person shooter spinoff of that series, uh, which originally started on the uh, Nintendo GameCube, carried through to the Wii, and then uh, disappeared forever. Now it's on the Switch? Uh, it'll be on the Switch. That's yeah. what I thought, yeah. And they're about to make a big announcement on it, I think, this week. So we may actually even get some confirmation, because uh, I think this might be a rumor. Uh, but a well-known insider is saying that Florence Pugh uh, will lend her image and voice to Samus Aran in Metroid Prime 4 and the entire franchise with the intention later of making a film. Ah. Now, you got to take, anytime you hear the words Nintendo and movie, in the oh, same, yeah. You got to uh-huh. dig with a grain of salt. Oh, for sure. Because, I mean, we're finally getting that Super Mario animated movie. And I think we've been talking about that as long as we've had a podcast. I'm still... I, is I, it, I need is to it, see is, a trailer. Is it Chris Pratt? 100%. You're thinking about Chris Pratt? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't think about Chris Pratt anymore. I, yeah, I wish I didn't. I'm kind of done. I'm kind of and, and and not not because he's he's uh, overly religious or or uh, a right winger or whatever that 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 all's fine, but yeah. I'm, <laughs> but I'm starting to just get the hunch that he's just not the most engaged human, you know. He's kind of a dude just grabbing a paycheck and and just yeah. which 
totally your totally and, your world. You can do that. My other thing is less than it's him and all his current problematic statuses. Yeah. It's how he's going to do the voice that I'm so, so worried about. Yeah. And that would probably be the case with anybody cast. Is you it, know, I don't know how I would react. Is it weird now that a few months into knowing the movie is actually coming, I have no interest in the Super Mario Brothers movie at all? I I still do. And that's my thing is I'm, I want it so bad and I yeah. want it to not suck. I mean, and I loved Sonic, but it did. But if but if Mario just sounds like regular ass Chris Pratt, I'm not going to be able to handle it. It's not going to sound like Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt can't honestly think that he's supposed to use his regular voice. To like be if it's Mario. just Andy, you know. It, I mean, like if you on I, like, and I know they hired him, so he recognizes he is bringing something to the role. He, I'm sure he understands he's a. Is there a trailer name. or anything yet? There's nothing yet. Fuck. There's nothing. We just had the. Dude, Nintendo, Nintendo, go to Nintendo. You can't. Speak. Isn't it supposed to come out this year though? Is it? Oh, let's find out. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm dumb. Well, we're both dumb. We've established See? that. But yeah, December twenty first. What there is one. Um. Okay. I'm not convinced that's a trailer. How do you know? Oh. Call it a hunch. Oh. Maybe. Nah, that doesn't look like it. Maybe. Should we try? Do we dare? <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. Besides, this wasn't even. Let us to... know if there's a real one. We can we can look after the show. Florence Pugh, I like though. Black Widow was great. Hawkeye was great. Metroid is great. Uh, the regular 2D Metroid games are a lot of fun. Uh, action adventure, a lot of exploration. Uh, the first person shooters have been fun too. Uh, so to have her, uh, you know, I, I, obviously she's not going to be the kind of snarky character she uh, plays as Yelena, uh, but, um, um, you know, Samus is, is a far more cold, calculating kind of character, I, I, I'd say. Uh, but still, to have her involved, I think, will be a nice touch. And if As of September 24th, 2021, there is not an official trailer for the Mario animated movie just yet. All right, well, that was four months ago, so. And those ones that we saw yeah. uh, were from May, which is before then. Okay. And November of 2020. So, no, there is not a real trailer yet. Okay, great. Good, good, great. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, if if they do actually go forward with a Metroid film, which... You know, okay, so is Nintendo going to actually make a Metroid film? We got to ask this question. Probably not. Because they finally are making a Mario movie, not counting the Bob Hoskins one. Mm -hmm. You know, we all make mistakes when we're young. Sure, sure. It was the 90s. But they're finally making a Mario movie, a real one. And do you think the next franchise they're going to go for for a movie is going to be Metroid? I mean, I would do Mega Man first, wouldn't you? I would. But Nintendo doesn't own Mega Man, so they would have to call their friends Capcom across the street. That's true. But I would go Zelda next. Absolutely. And there was a Zelda TV show being discussed on Netflix, and that has now had the kibosh put on it. Mm. So Nintendo's not does not seem to be too interested in moving forward with anything yeah. until it's good and ready. Well. And as much as I love Florence Pugh, I don't think having her name attached to this suddenly makes this a, a viable option. Fair. So We shall see. We will put this in the category of believe it when we see it. 
and play the game in the meantime. Sure. Not I won't. You won't. Because it's a first-person shooter. That's true. And I don't want to just fucking lose and get angry. You know what I've been playing on my uh, analog pocket is Metroid 2, Return of Samus. Ah, that's one of the old left to right sees. Yeah, huh? From the old Game Boy. Black and white game. Very very simple. Uh, Those I can play. But really fun. Yep. I'm enjoying it. Those I can play. Those are good. What is it about that first person shooter, man? Um, My brain just can't. It just can't do it. I can't uh, make it work. I, I hold that because of when first person shooters came out. For us, our generation, it it instantly became a culling point because we were all around uh, 16, 15, 16, 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when those games started getting big and that was and, and about half the class stayed on and, and learned it and got the hang of it. And half the class was like running into the walls and was like, yeah. ah, fuck this. I can't. And then you were that one was of them. me. You were the that wall was runners. Me. Yep. I, I was poor Jim. Just stuck in the corner. Can't play Call of Duty, even though you had it year before. You had it at home. Yep. We saw the box on your desk. You also had a guitar. So why does Philly Jim need a guitar? It's true. Mm. People, person, paper podcast is coming back this year. By the way, guys. Yay! Shows, yeah. shows, 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 shows. Maybe new ones. Shows. Maybe new shows. Ones. A couple new ones. Shows. New Spider-Man. New, new, maybe. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> that was a good segue. Um, Andrew Garfield says he is open to making the amazing Spider-Man Trey. What do you think? Uh, I think Trey should continue leading fish uh, and and not. Okay, sorry. Bad one. That sorry. was bad. Sorry. That was bad. Maybe if you would have said, like, Trey Cool. Cool, this man. <laughs> uh, I don't mind. Eh. You know, we have reached the no rules portion of Absolutely. movie franchises. Absolutely. After No Way Home, which I still haven't seen, so I will uh, step deftly we'll around defer, spoilers. Yes, ab- absolutely. Um, we, now that we know about the concept of a multiverse and we have gone meta with our franchises, you know, with, with uh, you know, and, and, and not to say that anyone's in anything, but we, we have thought about Toby and Andrew and Tom in the same breath. So why the fuck not? Who Just cares? Make another Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. We're all smart enough to know that it's not the same as the Tom Holland Spider-Man. That's right. It's a different universe. Yeah, we're all smart enough to know. And and will a few people not get it? Yeah, they will. You know how I know that? Because Nathan Dom still files bills. Yeah. So some people won't get it. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'd be down for an amazing Spider-Man three. Yep. Uh, two was awful, but yeah, it wasn't good. You know what I want to see now that I've seen No Way Home and. And seeing Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 did not make me want this. And maybe it was because I hadn't seen Parks and Rec so recently okay. at the time. Yeah. But I really want to see Ben Schwartz as John Ralphio playing Spider-Man. Yeah. Because I got a little bit of that vibe from Andrew Garfield in No Way Home, and that was fun. Oh, okay. Well, um... Yeah, I, I would be down for that. I think we should actually just do the Amazing Spider-Man 3 without Andrew Garfield. Just have Ben Schwartz. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Let's do that. It. That would be that. so much fun. And I like Andrew Garfield, though. I think he's fine. He did a good job in uh, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. I watched that this week. What if Andrew Garfield played a different character in The Amazing Spider-Man? Oh. What if he did not play The Amazing Spider-Man? Oh. Oh, this is so easy. I'm so sorry I didn't think of this. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man universe does not have a J. Jonah Jameson. It's true. So obviously Andrew Garfield should be him. Cool. And that way he can call Spider-Man a menace. Honestly, he could you could just twin it up and they could both be Spider-Man and like 
Like he comes back, Spider Man, and there's two of them. Yep, <gasps> do it. One's, yeah. one's real funny though. Two. <laughs> one's real funny. The Amazing Spider Man three featuring two Spider Men. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Amazing Spider Man three, two, two Spider Men. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Oh man, I think uh, doing good work. Yeah, I like what we're doing here. What's next? Anything uh, good? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I've been excited about this since I found it earlier this week. Michael Keaton talking about Joel Schumacher uh, and the Batman franchise. Uh, Michael Keaton, of course, starred in the original 1989 Batman. He went on to 1995's, uh, excuse me, 1992's Batman Returns, but he was out when 95's Batman Forever came around. That was also when they switched directors from the name I'm blanking on, uh, the crazy guy with the, oh, who directed Batman in Batman Returns? Schumacher? No, Schumacher. Wait. Tim Burton. There he's right oh, there. Oh, Tim, sorry. Going from the Tim Burton-directed films to the Joel Schumacher-directed films. And uh, Keaton stepped away, and they brought in uh, Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. So it's always kind of been... Uh, I mean, those those movies change, you know, actors. We we know that. And it would later go on to, uh, to hand the mantle over to George Clooney. So it's not like there was ever really a mystery. But people have kind of wondered if, if Michael Keaton had anything to say about that, if he had any thoughts, if, if there was anything that really provoked... Uh, his leaving the franchise. Uh-huh. So um, he was talking to the podcast. In, in the Envelope. In the, the Envelope. podcast. Thank you. Uh, and he said, quote, it was always Bruce Wayne. It was never Batman. To me, I know the name of the movie is Batman, and it's hugely iconic and very cool, a cultural iconic because of Tim Burton, artistically iconic. I knew from the get-go it was Bruce Wayne. That was the secret. I never talked about it. Everyone would say, Batman, Batman does this. And I kept thinking to myself, y'all are thinking the wrong wrong here. It's about Bruce Wayne. What kind of person does that? Who becomes that? What kind of person does that? The Oscar nominee admitted Schumacher's inflexibility was the last straw. And then when the director, who's directed the third one, came on, I said, I just can't do it, Keaton explained. And one of the reasons I couldn't do it was, and, and you know, he's a nice enough man. He's passed away, so I wouldn't speak ill of him, even if he was alive. Uh, he, at one point, after more than a couple meetings where I kept trying to rationalize doing it and hopefully talking him into saying, I think we don't want to go in this direction, I think we should go in this direction, and he wasn't going to budge. Uh, going forward, he says, I remember one of the things that I walked away going, oh boy, I can't do this. He asked me, I don't understand why everything has to be so dark and everything so sad. And I said, wait a minute, do you know how this guy got to be Batman? <laughs> have you read I, I mean it's pretty simple yeah and that's me reading from the podcast notes there so obviously it's it's you know it's 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 keaton's just speaking about this stuff it's not like an essay but that bit at the end there schumacher's batman was all neon oh and yeah it was campy and i know that he was pulling from the old adam west show which was campy sure and which did it in a campy way but Keaton's right. They had just made two movies, which it really, was not well, where they were very much about the fact that Bruce Wayne's parents were killed in an alley yes. by a thug, you know. So this wasn't that world, you know. Yep. And Keaton was right. Yeah, and and I mean, 100%. and it's good that he walked away. Have you watched uh, Dope Sick yet? No, it's good. I need to. Yeah, it's that's about good. the uh, the Sacklers, right? Yeah, that's another one. We were talking about John Oliver off mic. John Oliver did yep. a great uh, two part on the opium, uh, the opium epidemic. Yep, yep, yep. Including. Still happening, everybody. And in that one, he had Keaton playing Richard Sackler, I believe. 
No, 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 nope. Um, actually, Richard, he was played by. Oh no, God, no, not in Dope Sick in the in the John Oliver in the last week tonight. Michael, oh. my, there was an end. It was the last week tonight where he sorry, did a story on sorry. the Sacklers, and at the end, he had different actors reading testimony uh, that the Sacklers read in court. And it, it was Keaton. Okay. It was uh, gotcha. Uh, the guy from Breaking Bad, uh, Brian Cranston. Uh huh. Um, and then um, I remember now. Uh, the guy just passed away that played uh, Omar in The Wire. Yep. Um, uh, Michael, somebody I can't remember his last name. And um, finally, Richard Carn. Yeah. As a fun comedic take on that, which was good. Wait, Richard Kind? Richard Kind. Yeah. It's Richard Carn. Richard Carn is Al. Al. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, Richard Kind. At least Richard Carn's real, not like Ethan Hunt. That's true. Yeah, or Bruce Wayne. Uh, I think I may. Oh, you want to? You want to? Yeah, let's do that one. Let's do this. That's one. a good one. We finally have a good list, and it's not from Rolling Stone. Of course not. And it's not from the Rolling Stone bot. It's from Den of Geek, which just sounds like a website somebody made up over a long weekend. Uh huh. The fifteen best NES games of all time. Let's see what we got. What do you think is going to be number one? <sighs> I mean, Super Mario all the way. If it's me, first one. Huh? First one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, for me, it's probably three is my favorite. Is your favorite? Do you say, think, but you think the first one will be on the top of the list? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say The Legend of Zelda. Cool. Okay. Equally solid bet. Uh, list starts with Duck Hunt at 15, which I got to say, I still think Duck Hunt is easily one of the best games on the Nintendo. It's a great game. So simple, so easy, but so responsive. Yep. Boy in his blob. Did you ever play that? I never really played that. I knew about it, but I never really played it. And it just says at the top, underrated gem. Yeah, I never, I never, never got into that one. Yeah, I remember it. Good one, but uh, definitely quirky. It was kind of a almost like a puzzle game. Yeah, Kid Icarus played that one a bit. That's a good one. That was made in house by Nintendo. Um, Tech Mobile. Tech played Mobile. That that's for a show. classic. Uh, that's a, that's you know I don't play a lot of sports games, but even I played a bunch of Tech Mobile. Excite, Excite bike. bike. Hell yeah, that's great. You know what I like about Excite Bike was it's you're on a track. But you always just move left to right. Yep. They found a way to make uh, motorcycle racing doable with the very simple graphics yeah. by doing that. Yep. It's a, a, a little, a small touch that goes far. Dr. Mario, great puzzle game. We're in 10th place now. Uh, do you like Dr. Mario or Tetris better? Tetris. Tetris, I agree. I yep. agree. And I, I bet we'll see that still to come. Yep. Adventure Island 2. Did you know the Adventure Island games? Yes. Yeah. I didn't play them a lot, but I knew them. And Adventure Island 2 had more exploration elements. Okay. Uh, so, which is probably why they went with that one. Yeah. And, and, and what, let me just double check here what the wording was. This is the 15 best NES games. So, they're really thinking this is one of the best games. Um, so, so, we have to assume there'll be things on this list that we may not know. Right. If it's the best. Because I have to assume I didn't play all the best. Correct. Yeah. Next up's Contra. Definitely played that. Played the hell out of that. Oh, yeah. Great game. You ever play the Japanese version of that? No. Uh, little touches like the trees blowing in the wind on the first stage that we didn't oh, get in the American fun. version. Punch Out? Kind of yeah. thought that might be higher. Punch Out in seventh place. Yeah. And I got to say, Punch Out's one of those games that's got that real perfect control. It's so good. Yeah. It's a very satisfying play. Castlevania 3. Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse. I like the first one better, but um, the the for a while, this game has con- consistently come up as like one of the best games. So I think that's the one I played a lot. Yeah, it was either two or three. Okay, can't remember. Three was more actiony, like the first one. Two had a little more exploration, but they both—I mean, they were both two D 
side-scrolling yeah. action games, but you know, subtle differences. Okay, here we go. Top five. Ooh. Whoa! Fifth place. The wow. Legend of Zelda. Wow! A punch in the gut. Oof. I uh, I have called it wrong. Man, I wonder what they're gonna say. That is ruthless. All right, so now uh, I want to re I want to amend my list. I'm now gonna say. I will say Super Mario Brothers three. It's gonna be number one, and I like one better. Now, now that I've seen that some of the sequels are on there, I'm yeah. I feel like three might be. Could be it. Yep. Okay. Fourth place, Mega Man two. Yep, Mega Man two is dope. It's a great game. So good. The original Metroid, Metroid in third place. Still haven't gotten to one we don't know. Yeah, I'm impressed. Um, this is a this is a bad call. It shouldn't be this high. No, Metroid is. It a- shouldn't be higher than Zelda. No, hundred percent. It's a great game, but there's some there's a couple of serious gameplay flaws in that. Mm-hmm. Second place, the original <gasps> Super Mario Brothers. Oh boy! Wow. Okay. Um, oh wow. You know what? You think Tetris? I think Tetris. Let's see. No, Super Mario Three. Mario Three still on the list. That means that Tetris wasn't even on the list. Wow. They thought Doctor Mario was better, better than, than Tetris. Tetris. They're that's, wrong. That's yeah. That's a Rolling Stone move. <laughs> it's a roll. That's a bot move right there. Yeah. Oh. Super Mario 3 is really one of the best games, man. That and then Super Mario World, the SNES. It's so fucking good. I think World is better. It is. No, I can play that game all day and never get tired of it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Overall, I thought this list was pretty all right. Yeah, pretty all right. A couple of mistakes, but we didn't get lost in the weeds anywhere. Right. At no point where they like was Barker Bill's trick shooting on here. <laughs> yeah. <you know>, <laughs> Tubin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You remember that game? I do. Tubin by uh that was one of the um Tecmo games on the on the Nintendo. There was actually a cartridge that wasn't like an official cartridge. Oh yeah. Do you remember those cartridges that were a little shaped a little different on the uh-uh. Nintendo? Didn't see those often? Let me see if I can find one. I just remember uh my my first stepdad loved that game. Loved Tubin. Also loved all the fishing games. Okay. Yeah, there was a... a oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Tengen. Yep, okay, I remember. Yeah, for a little while they were unlicensed, so they had their own kind of cartridges. Yep, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. We well, pick- that was good. Picks and plugs? Let's do it. What uh, do you got? Uh, Let's see, for picks... Starlight coming up? We do have a Starlight coming up. We want to plug a show. We've got Starlight next Friday. Friday, um... One week from today, uh, January 14th, come to the Starlight where we are going to have... Who the hell is on that show? Uh, we should say come to the Starlight uh, if you're vaxxed. Yes, uh, especially wear now... Wear your mask. In Omicron times, we want to uh, be taking special care to make sure that we're keeping everyone safe at our shows and wherever you go. So wear your mask, social distance, get your booster, don't be making out with strangers, and then come to the Starlight where you can see Taylor, Tope, Adam Benson, and the one and only Evan Hughes. Tulsa's, Tulsa's golden boy. Tulsa's favorite son. <laughs> Uh, the man everybody knows, the man everybody loves, the man who likes all your statuses, Evan Hughes, will be there. January 14th, no cover, but, you know, you want a tip, we'll take it. For sure. I, I found out they had a tip jar at uh, one of the comedy shows out in Sepulpa, and they made bank. Okay. Them Sepulpans are hungry for comedy and willing to pay. All right. So if you're a comedy booker. Good on you, Sepulpa. Good on you. And if you're in the area, go buy uh, the the fine folks at Vaporbs. Get you some Robot Farmer products. They're carrying Robot Farmer and Sepulpa? Yeah, they are. That's good news. Bet your butt. 
And as for a uh, pick, uh, do I have a pick this week? You want me to? You want me to let you think about it? Do it. We'll come back. Um, you got a good one this week. Well, yeah. I, I, there's a couple things I watched. Uh, I did binge season four of Cobra Kai uh, in less than a week. Nice. Um, and which was wild, considering how fucking busy this week has been. Uh, it was it's a very strange week. Um, <laughs> and uh, also watched the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Yeah, uh, that was pretty good. That looks good. Um, but yeah, Cobra Kai, man, something about it. I just. It's it's objectively bad in so many ways in so many parts, but I just can't get enough of it, and I want more, and I can't wait for the next season. Um, but bigger than that, my pick this week is it's 2022. There are midterms this year. Uh, this is a pretty consequential year for midterms, um, especially on the local level, uh, like local uh, reps and congressmen and people that are... Uh, uh, elected uh, uh, officials in pretty much every rank is going to matter because uh, the strategy right now is to implement people at every level who have any sort of access to elections or uh, election counting, uh, uh, officiating, that sort of thing, yeah. uh, to implement people that are willing to do what they didn't do in 2020, yeah. which is overturn the will of the people. And the goal is to sneak these people in under the radar, under the guise of dog whistles, like, as we said, in election integrity. Mm -hmm. uh, bullshit like that. These people that are running on um, anti-CRT uh, bullshit. The way that you're really going to know who is really running for office and who is really just a lackey that they're trying to implement to overthrow democracy as you know it is... If you can find a Republican candidate who is actually running on a real issue, and by a real issue, I mean actual legislation that they want passed, things that they want to do for the people, and I do not mean just outlawing books and history. I don't mean that is not a policy to, that, uh, that, that is a dog whistle. Okay, I'm talking about an actual fucking policy. If you can find a Republican with an actual policy, then that person may be worth your vote. But that person is also going to require a lot of education. You have to read. You have to look into this shit. You cannot just listen to a speech where they give you a bunch of political talking points and your ears hear words that they that you think sound good and that's all you you need to say that guy's getting my boat you are literally going to be handing over our democracy you've you've got to look at everything differently you you've you've got to remember that you have to ask the extra question right now you're you're going to have politicians that are going to come at you and they're going to sound like they always did they're going to be super passionate about something but it's not going to be an issue the way it used to be. I'll tell you a big one to, to be a, uh, really aware of here locally just quickly is Jackson Lehmeyer. Yeah. That's one of the ones running that people should be very afraid of. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's like you say, listen to their words. And when they talk about specific topics, really ask yourself, are th is this a, a, a policy that can govern in a large sense and is really focused on accomplishing uh change over time and, and improving the lives of constituents over time, which is typically slow, methodic work, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Or is it like a buzzword kind of thing where they're going to get in there and do a thing? Yep. Going in there and doing a thing is not how government works. No. But we all know how tired we've grown of government and the stagnation. So a lot of politicians, and, and it, I agree that it, it seems largely right-centered or, or to the right, but I, I can't imagine it is. Politi- the specifics of trying to get rid of democracy, the election stuff is is, is a big thing for the for the for the. And Republican that's the thing Party. is none of the other shit matters if elections yeah don't matter anymore. And, and and right now you're bringing attention to this because of that specific issue because it is in danger in a way it never has been before for yeah. this country. We are literally so like it's a it's an, an actual possibility. For us to have an authoritarian government yeah. within 10 years. Yeah. That's a real fucking possibility. Yeah. And that's something people need to be hyper fucking aware of. That is a real possibility. Do not think but that, is, that it cannot happen. But that is the goal right now. And and so right now, definitely, election integrity is going to be that dog whistle that, that you're going you're gonna to hear people talking about. 100%. But, and they're going to play off of your racism, too. But I'll, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They always do. That's what that CRT bullshit is. People don't know what it actually means, and they're trying to ban it from schools where it's not taught. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. It's college level only, people. And even when we it's get a theory, and even when we get beyond election integrity or, or CRT or any of these 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 current buzzwords, these current dog whistles, uh, there's going to be others. And and let me tell you, if 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 you're if 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 you're not seeing it on either side of the aisle in your community, you will. And if, you're, and if you're only seeing it on one side, you're going to probably see it on both eventually. Because here's the thing. We're busy people, and we're pretty, pretty much only interested in the things we're interested in, which means a large portion of, of America, of the people of America, are not passionate about politics, are not passionate about the true issues, the true platforms, and the true policies that govern our nation. And they're taking advantage of that by harping oh, yeah. on these buzzwords, these dog whistles, by giving you a simple thing that triggers you in some way and plays to your emotions, plays to your racism, plays to your ignorance. And, and I don't say ignorance to suggest that any any of you listening is ignorant. Correct. We, we all have ignorance. We mean that generally. Absolutely. Yeah. Every single one of us. And every single one of us has internal prejudices we're unaware of that they that can be played upon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? So it's it's we all have to get better at, at thinking critically. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that sometimes just starts with, you know, as a journalist, I struggled with this because... I, I, I'm naturally the kind of person that, especially if someone in a perceived authority tells me a thing, I know, okay, that's okay, you said so, okay. Right, okay. right. Yes, sir. Yep. You know? So, oh, he's got a suit and tie on. It's, you know, so, that must be legit. So we interviewed the cops and they told us that. Okay, that must be Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got a badge on. That must be, yeah. But I really had to learn over time. And some people this comes naturally for. So if you're snickering at home, all Hilton didn't get it, you're right. But I really had to remind myself, no, 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 can't, can't take anything for granted. question them. Am I sure? Yeah. Is there a chance there's bias? Is there a chance there's inaccuracy? You yes. Know, what could be the alternate motive here? Another thing I wanted to say too is is and this goes to like uh, COVID misinformation and 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 all sorts of the misinformation that's out there is you know people people like to say I I did my own research I did my own research yeah um, unless your research included uh, peer studies. Um, you know, <laughs> all of the things that, that are required for, for actual research. Research doesn't mean 
listening to someone on YouTube tell a story about someone else that they heard about that they knew about. Yeah. Does that, that's not what research is. And that's the same thing with uh, policy. Uh, when, when you hear these people say these things about like, one of the things that they're really doing right now is, is just instead of running on policy, like they said, they're running on demonizing Democrats. Yeah. Um, and you know me, I'm a Democrat by default. Okay, I don't really identify 100% as a Democrat. I'm a Democrat because I want to, you know, vote in the primaries, these, all these other things. I'm a Democrat you're, you're, by default. You're a Democrat because we, we're in a two-party I'm system. A, I'm a progressive leftist, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but what was I saying? Um. <laughs> the, the point, the, the larger point is, oh, they're running on just talking about the things that the Democrats want to take away or the things that they want the, the, that they want open borders or they want this and they want that. All of those things can be found, okay? If there's Democrats that are really running on those policies, you can find it. Yeah. There's, there's not. Nobody's running on literally opening the borders, and that's what they're telling you that they want. Nobody's running on taking your fucking guns away, okay? Yeah. That's not what gun control means. Like... <clears throat> Yeah, they're they're spinning these things to kind of, and I mean to yeah. demonize. It's literally to demonize. Well, and 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 they're kind of, and honestly, the the funny thing is, is 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 most of of these constituents wouldn't have a problem with still supporting the opposition candidate, even so. Gun control concerns people, even the ones that don't necessarily. They they understand that it doesn't mean Obama is going to show up at your door and take your guns, right? But the idea of waiting periods, the idea of limitations to what you can purchase, mm -hmm. they feel that that's an infringement on freedom. They're, they're, they have a little bit more of a hardcore definition of freedom than I do, and that's fine. They're allowed to. But, you know, or, or what was the other one you said? Gun, or the border. Yeah, let's be honest, man. The left is almost always more lenient on border issues. But that... They see more of a path to citizenship as, as the major goal, as a as a... Um, supporting migrants as a being there for people in need and not just turning them away. That's what this country was supposedly founded on, right? Neither here nor there. The right, many of the right would say that nowadays we're too strapped on our own to do that. And whatever, that's their argument. And that's fine. Again, that, that's a it's a valid argument. I don't personally agree, but but I also do agree that just letting everybody in can be problematic and nobody's trying to do that right that's yeah. the that's the that's the issue is that oh, oh, my bad. there's not a person out there running on literally let everybody in yeah, no, no, that's no. not a thing that's happening and actually, even the democrats that like you said are lenient yes you're 100 right yeah that's different yeah and i'll tell you i that i just fell into a major pitfall there live on air just now with you because i said that statement which was a very vague statement and i didn't even mean that i meant that not letting anybody in but just being a little more loose mm -hmm. with how they how people get into this country, mm -hmm. you know, like 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 having the um is it is it not not um what's uh what's the word where you 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 come to our country because you need help, uh and, and we, we refugees we, yeah like refugees yeah uh, there's another word that I can't think of but but yeah that 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 concept you know uh that we still take them in and then we figure it out they're seeking refuge exactly yeah you know but and you know but. Many people would say that there's so many people seeking refuge that that's not a viable option for us anymore, and and that's that's a debate for honestly heads that are okay. More but science. if that were really true, if that were really their argument, then why is their concern only on one border? 
well, why is there a concern not with European migrants or Canadian migrants? That that's a good question. Or Australian migrants. That that's a really good question. But and I, and, and, but I I think that's getting back into talking about playing off of concepts like racism and stuff, playing off people's internal racism. And because internal that's that's stuff. the real issue is yeah. they want less brown people, not less people, less brown people. Um, maybe so. Um, yeah, but, but I don't see another reason. We're we're getting a little too into the weeds on that, and this is not a political show, which we should definitely have on this channel. Maybe, it may happen. Maybe sometime we'll do that. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about demonizing Democrats. Sure. And and, and yeah, how they they take that issue, and and how even I misspoke. So mm -hmm. you you have to be critical. You can't speak in simple terms. Yeah. The border. I'm just saying, be be aware. Yeah, the border is not a simple thing. No. So you got to remember that when a candidate says this person thinks the border should be wide open or, or completely shut or whatever, you're going to have to check. And that's another thing in, in general is that they always say the border. And yeah. it's like, we have more than one. Yeah. Which one? Well, it's always the Southern border. That's the issue. Well, that's an interesting thing too. Cause that, that's a great example of how, um, the, you can take a single term and people think so much into it. Mm -hmm. You're not saying the border with Mexico, but you say the border, everybody knows what we're talking about. 100%. Because we've kind of beaten that down. Yeah. You know? And because we've never Nobody's had worried about the, the Canucks. Well, there's also not a ton of migration from the north. So you got to Why would they? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly, other than weather, what's the fucking reason to come here right now? But you got, you got a twofold thing. One, if yes. If you're Canadian. Uh, Canada is a more stable country for a larger percentage of the population than a place like Mexico. But also you've got the issue with the fact that there's a dozen countries south of Mexico. True. You've got all of Central America. So it's sure. not even that that border has one country. I get that, that there's a lot more, but, um, but the purpose for, for saying these things that they're saying is, is pretty on the... It's pretty on the surface. I'd say there's multiple reasons. Sure. There's, there are economic, there are just the sheer number of people... But yeah, it is definitely glaring that, you know, we have plenty of refugees from other countries mm -hmm. and they don't seem to get the same uh, attention that the southern border does, with the exception of the recent Afghan refugees. That got a hell of a lot of attention. Well, of course. But, you know, is there a similarity there? Only mm, there I don't there. know. I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to think critically on it. Exactly. That's all we're saying, man. Yeah. Like, just do a little bit of extra work. And before you yeah. hit the ballot box, because uh, shit is really fucking scary right now. And uh, my mom watches uh, cable news a lot in my house. My, mom, yeah. my mom's staying with me. Mm -hmm. It's very exciting. Everybody should have their parents stay with them. No, um, no, no, do it right away <laughs> um, for a long period of time, too. Um, she was watching a lot of cable news and I found myself talking her through it. Yeah. Like being like, OK, this isn't news anymore. This part is actually propaganda. Because this is two or three people, their heads in boxes, and they're claiming to be experts, but they really just work in that field. Yeah, uh, they're, they're not necessarily the expert. You know, they they're knowledgeable, but they are here to defend a side of an issue. So it's really not the news. It's not reporting anything. It's just kind of picking two sides and having people talk about them. Sure. And and she's she kept watching, which you know that's fine. We all make choices in this life, but. 
I could see where she at least had a better understanding of like, oh yeah, just just a reminder. Mm. This is not news. Absolutely. Yeah. I watch it for the occasional um um you sir are an addict. Well, I'm and, and, and I'm not even going to try and touch that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying that like I, while I recognize what you're saying and yeah. and know it to be true, yeah. the things that I do gain from it from time to time is a perspective maybe that I hadn't uh, necessarily seen on the surface that's useful. I don't like to watch that stuff as much. I, I do occasionally, but uh, it's it's just not my cup of tea. It's also it's also a lot of the know your enemy mentality for me. Yeah, like I like to see what tricks they're using to get people to vote for bad politicians so easily. Well, and a lot of people <laughs> do watch it, so to watch it critically, just so that you're aware, is definitely uh, has merit and value. So, hundred percent. And again, it's. It, it is still people with knowledge on issues discussing them. Sure. So if you want to watch talking head discussions, boom. Do it knowing that. Yeah. Do it just, knowing that. But just knowing that just because it's on CNN, Fox News, um, uh, MSNBC, yeah, what does have not you. mean it's news. Right. Especially after, what, 4 p.m. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, essentially, that's when all the opinion shows start. Really? Like, okay. usually the morning stuff is a lot more straightforward. Yeah. There's less uh, talking head stuff. Um, or if it is, it's more of a one on one interview style. Um, I, I, you know. I, I got to tell you, I would just, I would say, yeah, you're right. The one on one interviews, but, but even then, you know, like, like you got to know who an anchor is. You got to, you got to make Absolutely. sure you understand. Like, cause sometimes you'll see a talking head and it's just, you know, it, it, it's just the, the, the people or just the people in a moderator. But I would say your your best bet on any of those channels that I mentioned is if there's only one guy on screen, you're probably okay. Yeah. If there's one guy on screen reading you the news, congrats. You caught the news. That was the news. As soon as he's like, okay, here's from from uh, MIT, here's this guy, and from Philip Morris, yeah, here's yeah, this yeah, guy. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Or, or enjoy, but just know what you're watching. Exactly. And honestly, there's a perfect... Uh, practice for critical thinking right there mm -hmm. for all of us. Turn on cable news for 30 minutes and just ask yourself if you understand exactly what you're watching. Oh, and, and especially if you like, because sometimes I'll watch a couple hours in a row, sure. right? Yeah. And you see that cycle. Yeah. Of how that same story was covered or how the same people came back to talk about it with the different host or, or you know, uh, yeah. that sort of cycle of coverage. Um, and you'll start to get an idea for how they're planning things. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. 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 Good yep. Stuff. Yep. Journalism. That's right. That's right. Uh, I feel good about what we've done here today. Another another successful episode. <laughs> That's always what we're looking for at the end. Was like, did we do it? Did we get from the beginning to the end? Right to the end. Did we hit record? We did. We did hit record. Thank God. Fuck. Yes, we nailed it. Take it from me.